everyone to the Enthusiast Life brought to you by GamerGoo. My name is Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Thursday, October 15th, 2020, and this week just keeps on rolling on. You know, I, I was actually thinking yesterday, just again, how close we are to these new consoles. You know, it's something that I'm really starting to get excited about, and part of that is because it's something I'm going to talk, be talking about here just in a little bit. But before we get to that here, as always, don't forget, you can always follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk at M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. Now, I talked yesterday or the day before about uh, how I recently purchased Warcraft 3 and how I was looking for that game to kind of bridge that gap as I wait here for my, my PlayStation 5 to, to arrive here at the house and I can jump in, play some Spider-Man Miles Morales, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But... Playing Warcraft and then knowing, like I said, even yesterday about the Shadowlands pre-patch coming, I, I gave in, guys. I gotta be honest. I resubbed the World of Warcraft yesterday. I just, I, I don't know. It was, it's just one of those things that I love the that game world and just kind of running around there. I've said it before. It's like Disneyland for me, where you just get in. It's a fun, quirky little fantasy world that just you know pops with color and all that. I love jumping in there. So I did it. I jumped back in. And I've been playing here for a while, playing a human warlock. Because I never really play the alliance. I Every time I always play, I have a character on the horde side. I have a max level horde death knight. So like Battle for Azeroth, I purchased it when it came out, which was the latest expansion. And uh, played with my death knight all the way through the horde content. And then fell off. I've just never gone with the alliance. Well... Over the summer, when they were kind of doing the double XP thing, and I was in the beta a little bit, I had resubbed for a month and started a human warlock on the alliance side, and had actually started enjoying like kind of that storyline, their aesthetics, um, kind of just playing that role because you couldn't you couldn't always be a warlock uh, on the alliance side. They kind of added that with a, I don't know which expansion that was. So it's kind of fun playing a human warlock because like in my head canon I'm at least thinking you know what well at least I'm not playing like what is the you know pure vanilla warcraft experience sure I'm playing on the alliance side but I'm playing a human who you know still kind of uses demons and I'm conjuring demons the, the way a warlock plays is you're essentially a um obviously a dps class you know you're damaging you're doing damage that's kind of your, your job you kind of stay back while you're doing that but you have these four different demons you can call up that almost are your little pets, and they have their own abilities. And so, soloing through the game, which I, you know, unfortunately, I, I say unfortunately, but I do a lot just because I'm, you know, playing early mornings, just kind of having fun, just going through the quests. I There's a, a demon that I can cast that he's kind of just this big hulking, I don't know, he's like purplish blue blob, but he's able to go and tank everything for me. So if I, you know, I'm only fighting a couple enemies, he basically goes out and is fighting them hand to hand, and then I'm just decimating them with fire. I play a Destruction Warlock, so I'm just shooting flames. This uh, ability called Chaos Bolt that is a, uh, it takes me a little bit to kind of generate that, but when I do, just the way that my character looks as he's kind of pulling it, he's kind of throwing one hand down, throwing the other hand down, and kind of like putting everything, all his might into it, and just shooting it across the, you know, the landscape. It just, I don't know, there's something about that character that I'm really enjoying, and it has me thinking, I think when Shadowlands comes out, I'm going to keep rolling this guy, because that's kind of what I settled in on. I think from now to these new consoles, I'm going to play and level this character to max, because uh, I had him up to, I think he was a 67, 
And now that they've done this level squish with the pre-patch that came out, I don't know if you remember me saying they've basically shrunk the level cap down to 50 and it's going to bump up to 60 with, with uh, Shadowlands. So my character now is uh, he's a 28 now because I played a little bit yesterday. Um, but he, I came in as a 27. So I still kind of have that path to get to max level before Shadowlands comes out. But in my head, it's more I got to get there before the PlayStation 5 <laughs> comes out. So it gives me about a month just to kind of dip in there play through some of this pre-patch stuff. And the cool thing is because I've, I've never played really Alliance, I'm playing um, through Battle for Azeroth, all that content on the Alliance side. Because that's what they do in the expansions is when a new expansion comes out, generally there are separate zones and storylines for each uh, faction. So um, yeah, so basically I'm just, I started Battle for Azeroth and now I have all this Battle for Azeroth content. I've never played on the Alliance side. So it's pretty much just a new game for me right now. So um, I know I probably shouldn't have did it. I probably shouldn't have, but I was just like, you know, ah, I just want to play. I'm looking for something. I'm just like looking for something to play right now. And, you know, I was kind of even thinking yesterday, like squadrons for me, um, I, I was hoping was going to fill that role, I think, but I don't know what it is. Like, I, I still think that game for what it is and what they are, they tried to achieve with it is amazing like it's still just awesome like they created that flight sim star wars game people have been wanting but for me personally like i was not one of those people clamoring for that maybe you know and and maybe in my head i thought i was but um you know again i can only play like a mission or two and hey right now nothing is really pulling me back to that game i'll, I'll play the multiplayer and i enjoy it it's fun definitely you know but i'm not I'm not like jonesing or like super excited to get in there. I think part of it is we've been trying to get a group together over on Discord. And um, so hopefully we can get a couple of us together at one time to all play multiplayer. Maybe we just need to set a date. Um, if anybody out there wants to play, hit me on Twitter as well, at MarkTurk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C, because we're going to have to come up with a squadron. I don't think we have enough of us in the uh, Discord that <laughs> could all get on at one time and have a whole squad rolling. So um, if you're interested in playing, maybe we can get some sort of game night going with that, because I think that would be a lot of fun playing as a group. Um, all getting in there and, and, you know, obviously not everybody playing with VR, but I would definitely be popping on that VR headset because that definitely is the way to play that game. Um, but, uh, the exciting thing about Spider-Man I wanted to talk about is, uh, Game Informer has it as their cover story now. So that's a couple good things coming out of that. Number one, obviously all new details are out. Uh, Game Informer is usually pretty cool where they'll put, uh, podcasts out uh, kind of throughout the month about it. So I remember when Spider-Man came out listening to like an, it was like an hour long, hour and a half long podcast just about Spider-Man with some of the developers. So I'm guessing they're going to do something like that uh, with Miles Morales as well. So be on the lookout for that. I know I'm going to be. And so if I see it, I'll, I'll obviously let you guys know. Um, but um, they went into just some of the details. So, you know, they're saying that uh, the Venom attack, which I think has been kind of one of the more interesting bits that people have been kind of excited about and wanting to know more information about uh, because, you know, Miles does have that electricity blast i mean they call it his venom blast but it's almost like an electricity blast that he can kind of shoot out um they're saying you're going to be able to perform that by holding down the l1 and the attack button so that's kind of the, the buttons we're going to be using to do that uh but um it is uh also set up on a meter so it's not like you can do it all the time kind of like if you remember in spider-man um the, the first spider-man game you had like a focus meter same thing. So this kind of just builds up. It's kind of replacing that for miles. Um, so it's going to kind of build up this this strike. Um, you're also going to be able to go uh, stealth. So, you know, miles, of course, can go invisible. This lets you kind of, you know, run around the, the combat encounter and, and figure out who you're going to take out. So I'm kind of interested in how that's going to play into um, not only just the combat, but just into some of the story 
um, gameplay elements. Because if you remember in the last game, we had some elements where there was literally stealth sections. So how often are we going to be able to do that? Um, and, you know, I'm, I would assume as we play the game, you're going to be able to stay in stealth a little bit longer, um, which will be cool. You know, so you're going to eventually by the end of the game, and especially if there's a, a new game plus, you're going to be able to go back and just run around invisible. And just, I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, being able to do that or you know i i'm uh, and this is kind of silly but one of the best things about the original spider-man was like just dropping down on the street and seeing how the citizens would react to you i'm just gonna say i'm calling it right now there's gonna be just some funny moments where you can go invisible walk around on the street and when you suddenly become visible and pop the way the uh citizens are gonna react to you it's probably gonna be great so um that'll be definitely one of the first things I'll probably be doing in that game, because that was one of the best parts about Spider-Man, was just kind of the sandbox nature of it, of just going around and just kind of, you know, having fun in New York. Um, so I'm sure it'll be there. They did discuss a little bit about the uh, different um, playable modes. And uh, when I say that, I mean more just in the performance mode. So there is literally a mode called performance mode. Uh, that's the 4K 60 frames per second mode. And... Um, the other one is a fidelity mode that'll be 4K but 30 frames. That's the mode that's going to give you uh, supposedly like the ray tracing and uh, some other visual effects that aren't available in that performance mode. Um, you know, personally, I, I, I'm going to be honest, I hate it when games do this. I mean, I know this is kind of the nature of where we're going now with a lot of games, especially on the Xbox side um, with, you know, games needing to be able to run on the OG Xbox One and then all the way up to the Series X. Um, it's like, Hey, I'm buying a new console. Give me it all. Like I should be able to run this fidelity mode and have the ray tracing. Why am I having to choose that? Um, but in the same sense, it's no different than how a PC works, right? A PC, you can go in and mess around with all your, your visual settings. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I think monster hunter world was kind of the first game that I played on the console that did that. So I'm interested to see kind of how that plays out, uh, here with, um, you know, with, with this game. Um, they didn't get into any specifics yet about bosses in that in the article. Um, although, you know, we have seen him fighting Rhino and the Tinkerer. So the, the Rhino's back, obviously, and the Tinkerer is in there. But I just have a feeling that Tinkerer cameo is really from early on in the game. And uh, I, you know there's going to be uh, some more. And they've even come out and said there's going to be more that's going to appear in this game. So we just have to wait and see on that uh other than that they did say you know they're gonna pretty much have um kind of the same gameplay elements of being able to take out some local crimes and you know being the uh the friendly neighborhood spider-man using the friendly neighborhood spider-man app uh that was in the original game you're gonna be able to do that and uh you know one of the things that a lot of people haven't been talking about that i'm actually super excited for as well is the uh return of J. jonah jameson like that was one of the best parts of playing the game was if you weren't familiar with kind of how they handled him in the last game was as you would be swinging to different objectives and, and missions and that and just kind of flying around the world, they made Jonah, rather than being like, you know, the, the head writer or, um, you know, editor-in-chief of the Daily Bugle, they had him actually being um, a podcaster. He was kind of like your, um, you know, Alex Jones, like very conspiracy theory person, which he already has always been in the series, um, but so over the top. And he's a podcaster. And so when you're listening, you would hear kind of like these radio broadcasts, these podcasts from him. And it's him just talking about, you know, things that you've done in the game. So as the game went on, you know, it was kind of commenting on some of that. But then just over the top things to the point where even in one of the DLCs, he he got so worked up yelling into the microphone. He actually had a heart attack. I mean, it, on the air. It's just great. So I can't wait to see. Uh, you know, how they're going to bring that in. I hope they haven't announced that he's back, but he's got to be, right? I mean, that was one of the best parts 
of that game. So I can't wait, guys. And also, that's right, they even showed um, some of the suits. Uh, and there is this cat suit uh, that's in there where you literally have this little tiny attack cat on your back that'll jump out and help you with some finishers. He's got a little Spider-Man mask on at some points. It's This game is going to be great. Like This is the game to get, I think, if you have a PlayStation 5 on day one, uh, especially if you're a Marvel fan, obviously. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and hey, even if you don't, it's available on the PlayStation 4. So uh, PlayStation 4 players, get out there, play some play some miles here this fall. And we're only we're less than a month away. So yeah, I, uh, I can't wait for that. Uh, let's see, this is um, a little bit of drama going on in the uh, PlayStation world as well. The uh, PlayStation 4, they pushed out a new update, uh, this 8.0 update. And uh, a lot of people were greeted by this message when they loaded it up. It said, voice chats may be recorded for moderation. By joining, you agree to being recorded. Um, you know, people uh, freaking out, saying, oh my God, Sony is going to record me. You know, uh, <laughs> wait a minute, like what's going on here today? Why are they doing that? Here is what Sony had to say. They said, following this update, users are seeing a notification about party safety in the voice chats and parties may be record recorded. Voice chat recording for moderation is a feature that will be available on PS5 when it launches and will enable users to record their voice chats on PS5 and submit them for moderation review. The pop-up you're seeing on the PS4 right now is to let you know that when you participate in a chat with a PS5 user post-launch, they may submit those recordings from their PS5 console. So it's not necessarily Sony recording it. It is the person whose uh, party chat you're joining. So there, at first, I mean, I just saw this blowing up over on uh, on Twitter. And so until Sony came out and said that, I mean, people are like, oh my God, like what is Sony? They've lost their mind. But in the end, it's really no different than what we've really been able to do up to this point. I mean, I remember when I would stream a lot uh, with Guardian Radio and we just did it through the PlayStation, um, people that would join the party chat would have to en enable their voice to be heard so that people that were watching the stream could hear it. And then at that point, I could just record a clip and it was gonna record the party chat. Like that's an option. So you always could do this. Uh, to some extent, you know, if somebody said something terrible, you could just go on your PlayStation and it's always going to record the last, what, two minutes, five minutes, whatever you set it, you can actually set it up for how far you want to go back. So this was always a thing. This is now just telling you that, but I think in this case, it's not just going to be the video game clip. You could just be sitting in a party chat and, um, just straight up record it. But you know, I mean, you know, this is something that, Hey, I I'm sure, everybody is listening now you know like there, there's so many ways for us to be recorded whether it's video cameras or whatever now that um you know don't say anything stupid i think is what it boils down to like don't, are you giving away your social security number in these party chats like i just to me it was one of those things like okay like yeah i'm glad they're doing that because there are probably some kids out there that you know there may be some predators online and you know, sorry, those people can't be jerks anymore. You know, it's, it's just another way of kind of moderating some of that. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm honestly just fine with it. Like, to me, it's the same where we've kind of been up to this point. And now suddenly it's just by when putting it in some people's faces, they suddenly freak out thinking, oh, my God, I can't be a jerk anymore. Well, yeah, you shouldn't be a jerk in the first place. You know, um, I don't know. I, I just, to me, this is kind of this, this weird drama that came out of nowhere, but uh, the update's doing some other things, just kind of prepping for the PlayStation 5. Um, so uh, nothing really, really major. I know they're kind of getting rid of the PlayStation community feature. I guess if there are already communities there, um, you're going to still be there, but you're not going to be able to create any new ones. Uh, they're also kind of combining the way like um, uh, uh, content creators are kind of all kind of um, separate, uh, brought into one i guess now and even like party chats and uh 
just all the different group chats and that that have been there. Uh, it's kind of streamlining some of that process. So it's just kind of showing some of the social features that are coming to the PlayStation 5. I mean, that's really, for me right now, kind of that last question is like, what is the UI in the PS5? And like, what are the streaming options? What are all those things that are going to be built into the game, the content creation? Like, how is that all going to work on the game, on the system? We don't know yet. Uh, finally here today, guys, let's shift away here from video games and talk about uh, just a brief little uh, bit here of news that I saw. And uh, I thought this was awesome is that uh, they have announced that Showtime is uh, bringing back Dexter for a uh, limited 10 episode run. Now, if you remember, this is, uh, you know, the uh, the Michael C. Hall show. Uh, of course, he is reprising the role. And, uh, you know, a lot of people dug this show. If, you, if you're not interested with just the concept, it's essentially a serial killer who works at a, a morgue and uh, basically then exacts revenge on the killers of the people he's um, working on in the morgue, you know? So it's kind of a, a neat little twist on that where he is a serial killer, but you kind of can't help but root for him, you know, right? Because in the end, he's kind of doing the right thing. Um, no mention yet of the plot. We, my wife and I watched the first season and kind of dropped off after that. I, you know, I hear the show um, was great. The only thing that I always hear about the show, and this kind of has always held us back from uh, jumping into the show and kind of getting all the way through it, is people say the finale was terrible. So knowing that, it's kind of like, do I want to watch a show? I mean, I know it's always about the journey and not the destination, but it's kind of why we never actually jumped into it. But maybe this is their way of making up for that, like saying, hey, the finale is what it was. We're going back and we're going to make this the finale. And I would guess that now that they probably, with 10 episodes, can at least get a nice little story arc going there and uh, hopefully... Uh, be able to, um, you know, just 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 fix the mistakes I guess they made in the finale. So if you're a Dexter fan, it is coming back. No word yet on a date, but it has been said to be coming in 2021. Well, guys, that's going to do it for me today, as always. Uh, don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk at M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. You can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. And don't forget, please, uh, you know, big thanks as always for uh, GamerGoo for continuing to support the show. Those guys have been here since day one of this show. Um, Gamer Goo, remember, is that antiperspirant for your hands. Uh, it lasts up to four hours on there. And, you know, if you're if you're like me and somebody that gets stressed and nervous when you play some video games, uh, Gamer Goo definitely has you covered. Head on over to GamerGoo.com. You can check out all the different scents they have over there. You can use my code TEL, T-E-L, save yourself 10% off your order. And, uh, you know, it really is just a, a great, great product. They actually have a great thing now, too, where you can go in there. You can sign up. And uh, you pick four different scents or four of the same if you want. They send it to your house every single month. Just makes it, you know, you don't even have to worry about it. It's coming to you. It can give you up to 20 different gaming sessions. And uh, it's it's just a great, great thing that um, I've said it many times before. But here in our house, we, we absolutely uh, use it because dad says <laughs> use it because I don't want the sweaty controllers. And uh, it just drives me bonkers. So uh, GamerGoo definitely is a great option for you there. So again, go to GamerGoo.com. Use my code TEL, T-E-L and save yourself 10% off your order. Well, guys, we got one more day here this week, um, so we, we're going to do it again tomorrow as always. Hopefully, we'll get some uh, better stories here coming out. You know, I, I know it seems like with Sony coming out and kind of putting out this firmware, I have a feeling we're going to kind of be on the brink here soon of soon, some new information dropping about that uh, console. And my wife and I, we did watch a little bit more of Haunting a Hill House last night. Didn't get through the third episode. I actually was falling asleep, and she was like, let's stop. You're falling asleep, and I was like, please, yes, because I didn't, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss anything. 
in that show. So we're going to keep uh, trucking our way through that. So with that, everybody, have a great rest of your day. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And until tomorrow, we'll catch you next time.